going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Unsponsored Podcast. Uh, Drew and Zach back here with you. And it's been, um, I guess it's been in a pretty eventful week since last time we, uh, since last time we did one of these, right? Um, a lot of sports stuff happening, uh, obviously a lot of real world stuff happening as well. Um, I guess what we should lead off with though is, uh, the big, the big, the big topic over here lately, or at least within, you know, uh, our, our friend group and, and, and on most of social media is, uh, is the NBA and the uncertainty surrounding, um, that whole situation right now with the resumption supposed to be taking place in Orlando. And, um, it seemed like last time we were doing this, it seemed like almost a short thing. Now it's like, now we got people who don't want to, who don't want to do it and who don't want to get back to it. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Like risk reward, all that stuff for these guys. Um, in reality, how bad do we actually need them to come back? And let's say it does resume, but a number of marquee players don't decide to play. Um, how, how would that look to you? How would that work to you? And and is it still something that you'd want to watch? Um, well, anything to benefit off of that for the Kings, obviously, is a win. Um, <laughs> Good answer. But, I mean, obviously, obviously they the, the, the league thrives on all like the, the best players and everything to get them views and everything for... Right. Uh, the media publicity and everything, but even for the game, because those are like the players, the best players of the, of the league that we want to see and everything. Right. Um, but I mean, I get the points that they want. They want to focus more on like the the problems at hand in America, um, and it's it's pretty obvious of what's going on. They don't mm-hmm. want to they don't want to like shy away from it. And I remember um, seeing on Twitter and everything, it was just like good thing we don't have sports going on right now during what's going on in like uh, our country and everything, because mm-hmm. it, it we it would definitely get looked over. Oh yeah. Compared to all all the free time that people have not watching sports and, and following the the news and everything of what's going on, um, I that's I, I guess that's the good good side of this. But I mean, obviously, we want sports back. Um, what else? I mean, they'll have their reasons, but I mean, in the end, I think I think they'll come to their senses and then and then realize that. I mean, if they if they play, they'll play. I mean, if not, it's it's no big deal because we can always just pick up where it usually in October. Um, the season would would begin, but I mean I don't know. It's up to it's up to the league, not really up to the public, right? So yeah, and I think I think if they do resume in Orlando uh, at the uh, at the intended um, July thirty first date, that means that training camp would for for the following season would be pushed into October, and then the season itself wouldn't start till November. Um, yeah, I. I It'll be interesting to see how they how they handle all that stuff with with what's coming up, um, you know, this fall. I mean, they they got to jam a lot into a very small amount of time. Yeah. So, I suppose we'll see. I think I think honestly, if if, if a lot of players don't want to play and the NBA decides that, okay, this isn't gonna work and that they're not down with the bubble idea, that's what we keep on hearing about is the bubble, yeah, right? Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. there was a there was a one hundred page memo that was leaked by a player to uh, a member of the media and. The, the the media guy decided to just just leak that out and let everybody know um, what all was in that and it almost and it almost kind of seemed like you know one of our friends said like it's almost like they're going off to war like this is like this is this is like it it almost seems like as if like it's like military level yeah. um, restrictions and 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 regulations in order to keep these players in the same place so that they don't 
leave or that they don't go in and out and that whole thing. And obviously it makes a lot of sense. You know, it makes yeah, a lot of sense. Yeah. Like you don't you don't want you know one if one guy gets it, you know, then they're all in hotels. Exactly. Together yeah, and exactly. So it's yeah, then then shit's gonna hit the fan because Rudy Gobert? It, yeah. Well Rudy Gobert is gonna God, I wonder how it's gonna be for him. They might just <laughs> they might just jump him at the freaking you know the Radisson or whatever where they're staying at. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, God. it's um it, it's I, I just like you said, I completely understand. Um, you know, if there is no NBA season and it's because guys feel like you know social justice issues and and what's going on in the real world is more important. Oh, then then more power to them. And honestly, if enough of those enough of those big name guys yeah. are 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 willing to to sit this one out. And not do it because they feel so strongly about what's going on off the court, then the NBA might consider, yeah. you know, just just punting on the whole thing, you know, because there's only, you know, the, they did mention that there'd be players that would be eligible to be signed, right? J.R. Smith's a big name, right? I guess Jamal Crawford is in there, mm-hmm. and then G League guys, you know. Yeah. Um, but there are only so many of those guys that would actually be quality, you know. Like I, I think the NBA, if if many of these guys decide to sit this one out and they say I, I I'm worried about other things right now, then you can only sign so many players that would actually be of a certain quality to put them on the court. After a while, then you're getting to like the fringe NBA guys or like the G League guys, and then the quality, you know, the, the quality of your product is just going to be it's not going to be very good. So, yeah, I, I I'm I, I it's crazy because last week I was excited. I was yeah. like, we were all excited. We were like, oh my god, they have a proposal. Everybody seemed you know, like, I mean, with the exception of the Blazers at the time, it seemed like everybody was down with it. We're gonna get back to this for us, obviously, selfishly as Kings fans. This is gonna be a big, big deal. Um, you know, we're we're gonna be playing meaningful basketball late into the season. Um, and now that's kind of I don't want to say it's in limbo. I think it's still gonna happen. The season's still gonna resume, but it is gonna be it is gonna be really interesting to keep an eye on who decides to play and who doesn't. Yeah. So, guess we'll see. But bottom line is, is I think all of us would love August basketball. And again, no Olympics this year. Something's got to keep us occupied. Um, hopefully, the NBA decides that. You know, hopefully they can come to at least uh, an agreement, or or at least enough of the players who don't want to be there don't go. And then focus on what they want to focus on, while the quality of the product is still protected by the quality of the guys who do show up. So yeah. I suppose we'll see. Uh, another league that has absolutely no idea what's going on and has absolutely no idea what they're doing is Major League Baseball. Um, uh, I know you don't follow it as much, but you know, in 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 conversations with you know, a couple of uh, the other buddies that that we talk to a lot, um, our, our buddy Daniels and our buddy Big Juice, as well as Abaduba. Yeah. Um, we all have this. <laughs> it's like every day or like every other day. New stuff cycles in, and it's like one side says something, and the other side said something, and then then they both come out and say, "Wait, no, we didn't say that." And it's gone from, it's gone from, yeah, the players' union and the owners will eventually become, yeah, you know, they'll eventually come to an agreement. And then what happened was the owners really think the players are dumb, so they like <laughs> they'll they'll say, "Yeah, we'll play, uh, we'll play eighty games with uh, a prorated salary at seventy percent." And then they will reduce the amount of games in order to appease the players and then lower the amount of prorated salary, thinking that the players wouldn't notice that that's literally the same amount of money they would have gotten with the previous number of games uh, that was proposed. And then the players are just like, okay, well, at this point, you're just insulting our intelligence. Obviously, those those negotiations came to a halt. And at a certain point, the commissioner said, all right, well, look, we have the power to just say, no, you're going to play. And then we're going to come up with a plan and we're going to play a season. And I think last week, at least coming into this week, um, everybody was 
pretty set on the idea that Major League Baseball is going to happen. It's just the commissioner is going to come up with a plan and everybody's going to have to agree on it and they're just going to have to go and they're just going to go play. Even that's not happening. <laughs> because the commissioner is like, no, 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 never mind. Uh, I don't think we're going to have a season because of this, this, and that. And now it's just a war of words like, you know, just just yesterday, um, the uh, one of the, John Heyman, one of the more notable reporters of Major League Baseball said, uh, an agreement uh, has been reached in principle, just waiting on the final details. And then the MLB Players Association from their Twitter account tweeted out saying, now there's no agreement. Don't know where that's coming from. So now it's just this this whole back and forth, and it's just it, it's just crazy because the NBA. Because when you look at the NBA, it's a very progressive league, yeah. right? We have a very progressive commissioner. Um, I think more of the owners in in the NBA are uh, they're, they're so much more in tune with the current climate, and and they connect with players so much better. Baseball is like this weird. Like, old-timey, like, we're stuck in, like, the 1970s at the latest type of league. Like, they're all about the old stuff. And, like, you know, like, you've probably heard some of us talk about this before. Um, and for those of you who are listening who, who who might know about this if you follow baseball close enough, the Baseball Hall of Fame is, like, is like the most difficult Hall of Fame to get into out of all the form- yeah. out of all the major sports because it's just... It's it's because it's it's basically because of old white guys. <laughs> like, it, it, those guys just, they're stuck in a certain era. They're stuck in the Stone Age. And, and and their 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 criteria and their requirements on how to get into the Hall of Fame is just so weird. And now all of a sudden it's it's applying to to, to to the players' union and it's applying to the current situation with whether or not there's going to be a season even. So I don't know, man. And I think and I and I believe the current collective bargaining agreement with with Major League Baseball runs out soon. Same thing with the NBA. And I think with both of those leagues. Which one am I giving a higher chance of getting, you know, like, which league's going to have a higher chance of hammering out a new deal? The NBA. Yeah. You know, because they're, they're, they're actually able to sit down at a table and figure things out. Major League Baseball, I mean, the last time they had a really, really big uh, strike was 1994, and that almost killed baseball. And uh, had it not been for Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, uh, who, by the way, this past Sunday just had a 30 for 30 on ESPN uh, 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 made about them and shown about them. Which was fantastic. Had it not been for those two guys just hitting dingers at like a historic rate, then that sport would be dead. So I I, I don't know. It's gonna be it's this is another this is another interesting situation to monitor. And I think people who love baseball would love to have a season. It just doesn't seem likely right now. The NBA though kind of seems to have it together. So good for them. Um, big big week for you, right? La Liga is back. Yep. So it's been two Barca games so far. What are your thoughts? Um, well, the first two games were against uh, bottom bottom of the table teams, Leganes and Mallorca. Mm-hmm. So obviously people got went in to, to, to think we would win, and we did. But, I mean, those teams are fighting to stay up, too. So, I mean, they, they weren't easy games, to say the least, even though the score lines may say, uh, say like otherwise. Um, but, I mean, the Mallorca game seemed a lot better than the Leganes game that we played on. We played, we played the, the Mallorca game on Saturday. And then, and then our, our Leganes game was on Monday. And, and we, we played way more convincing on, on Saturday mm. and, and got really complacent on on on, uh, on Monday because, dude, we, we could have gone down like 2-0 in the first half. It, like nothing. But we got lucky because, you know, the god Marc-Andre Terstegen in, <laughs> in between the sticks were saving our ass once again. Uh-huh. And then um, and then, and then out of nowhere, I knew, I, my friend was texting me while uh, she was watching the game too because she's a Barca fan. Um and, and and she was like, wow, they're going to score soon. I was like, well, I mean, 
it's the difference between like lower table teams and and, uh, and like the the top the top five top six mm-hmm. and and the top five and top six have have players who will, if they have those chances they'll finish them right and then and then they won't they won't let anything get in their way compared to the lower table teams and they need so many chances to maybe get one or two goals in a mm-hmm. game and I was like I mean that may be the case but I just know from from experience that that's gonna happen and literally like five minutes later Ansu Fati got this weird like junior junior Firpo went down the wing got into the box whipped it in. Got like deflected. He went in for like a challenge. It popped up, and Ansu Fati, he just he just hit it on the half volley and just went straight through the keeper. And it was just like I was just like I knew it was gonna happen. And then um, minutes later, like Griezmann got a goal, but it was countered offside by like a hair from Nelson Smedo on yeah, the right hand yeah. side. Saw that. Um, and then they just ended up winning the game two 0 because after in the second half, I think Messi got a PK, mm-hmm. and it kind of just it kind of the game kind of just ended there. Um, but I mean, we have a game. Saturday, no, tomorrow, tomorrow, um, against Sevilla, and that's going to be the big test because we have Sevilla coming up, and then after that, I believe we have Atletico Madrid, um, and then after that, we have like Bilbao or something like that, okay. and th- there's like three tough games for us to, and we're only, as of right now, three points ahead of Real Madrid because they're tied with uh, Valencia, mm-hmm. unless they've scored, and I haven't checked my phone yet, but, um, and if we drop points, some of those games, those might come back to hurt us, right. so I mean, we have to play better. Um, I don't know how many games there's left. Eight, I think. Eight. Eight or nine. Um, so, I mean, hopefully they can pick it up. Uh, obviously, we have PK picked up kind of an injury. De Jong is going to be out for Saturday because he picked up mm-hmm. um, like a like a thigh injury that he he, he, he didn't play at all against Leganes. Um, Sergio Roberto got injured today in training. He had, he had a fracture, uh, fractured rib, oh, so he'll be out for a couple weeks. So we're looking thin. We're pulling up some Barca B boys, which is fine because I love watching them play because they're obviously way better than like Rakitic. Um, so you sure he's not gonna get on the pitch? He he'll find a way, dude. There there's so many players. There's like so many Barca fans on the on the Twitter timeline. It's just like, dude, Rakitic must have TK Setien's nudes because he's he keeps playing, and and for some reason, and that was like the same thing for Valverde. Everyone everyone was saying was like, yeah, Valverde and Rakitic must have like a love relationship that no one knows about. I mean. He, he played well against Leganes, I'm not even going to lie. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I must keep this agenda. Um, yeah, among, and among, at the end of the day, it's still a bottom table club. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So, I mean, so. It's, not like, it's not like the bar was set too high for him to go out there and perform well. Yeah, I mean, that's my La Liga rant right now. I mean, hopefully Real Madrid lose. They're, they're supposed to be down 2-0 against Valencia, but you know how Real Madrid and referees go. So <laughs> Yeah, it's the, uh, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the pro-Madrid deep state, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I admittedly have... Have watched barely, so I know I know soccer is back, but I I have not watched any of it. Like I, I for whatever reason, um, it it kind of seemed like the Bundesliga was like the only time, uh, when it initially came back was when I was just like, all right, I'm gonna watch this because it came back a month earlier than everybody else. Um, and we knew how that was gonna go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, Dortmund had a chance and they and they blew it. And then now, yeah, now yeah. It's, now, now there's no there's no way. Yeah, no, it's you know like Bayern have won. Like, it was it's their it's their eighth consecutive title, right? Okay, mm-hmm. well there you go. It's it's not like it's not like there was any uncertainty surrounding that going into the season, especially considering what what uh, what Dortmund had had you know like they sold Pulisic and yeah, you know I mean? and I mean like Holland was a great signing for them, but obviously even though he's scoring goals uh, for sport almost, it's it's not like yeah. it's not like that's gonna that's gonna take down Bayern. It's freaking monster so congratulations to our good friend abaduba uh diehard byron fan uh their eighth consecutive title i know he's really excited about that yep um yeah the premier league though yesterday so we're recording this on a thursday uh yesterday the premier league came back um 
Sheffield against Aston Villa, which was interesting, and uh, Manchester City and Arsenal. Uh, I was telling myself I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna watch the Manchester. Okay, I I hate saying that I'm gonna get up for that because it was at noon. Like, <laughs> like I like it's and I don't I don't even I don't wake up late. Like I don't wake up like past two p.m. Like I, I at least not anymore. Like I've I've at least gotten that under control. But uh, I I decided you know I'm gonna I'm gonna take another little mini nap because yesterday was my first day back in class in person. I wanted to be I wanted to be fresh and I wanted to be not tired while yeah. sitting there in class. Right. Um. So, so I decided to skip on skip on the Manchester City Arsenal game and the Sheffield United Aston Villa game. I did put on the Copa Italia final, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. But um, but you you saw it, and we so we both saw what happened you know, after the fact in the Aston Villa Sheffield United game. It was it was Sheffield Sheffield got screwed. Yeah. Um, it was pure shithousery yeah. to the fullest, and that's what we love here. Right? Yep. Hey, that's why we wanted. That's why we wanted soccer back. Yeah. It's this is the type of stuff that we love. <laughs> it is when they put in a video assistant referee and yeah. it doesn't even do its job. It, not at all. Yeah. It didn't, didn't pick up anything at all whatsoever. And and as a and as a man who's a fan of a team that has benefited greatly from VAR, especially during last year's Champions League run, um, you know, even 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 as a Tottenham fan, on the I've been on the other side of that where I'm just like, dude, why is that not like why like it's right there? It's so <laughs> obvious. Why isn't the referee getting this? Um, yeah, it just seems like it's it was another VAR blunder. Or it was another instance where a team got screwed out of a goal. Personally, for me, yeah, I feel bad when things like that happen to teams. Sheffield is having they're playing out of their minds. Yeah, they're up. This is this is their first season up. In, yeah, it's crazy. In, in quite some time. And they're in what sixth? Yeah, they're in, yeah. Right now they're in now sixth. Six, yeah, and they're and they're in a European spot right now, presumably depending on who who wins the FA Cup. But they're on the inside track for a European spot. Had they gotten three points yesterday instead of one, they would have had a I wouldn't say a stranglehold on that, but I mean. For a team like that, that that would have been good. Yeah, it would have been a it would have been a good gap. And traditionally, yeah. like teams like that don't score many goals. Yeah, for them, it's their defense. They yeah. they defend like they defend like crazy. Yeah. Um, Tottenham couldn't break their defense this past season. I I believe the the only time, or I think, I don't know if we still have a remaining matchup with them, but I do know that there was an instance where they played at Tottenham and Tottenham lost that game two nil, I believe, because we just couldn't break their defense and they were just able to nick a goal or two on the counter attack. And that's and that's the kind of style that they that they play. But the thing is, is teams like that who can't score are gonna have tough times. They're gonna have tough games even against bad teams. Yeah. And Villa are in a relegation fight. They're trying to stay up. And uh, that was a huge point for them, and a massively disappointing result for Sheffield. And what sucks is Sheffield should have walked away with three points. In that yeah. Game. Yeah. And it should have been it, it should have been another nail in the coffin for uh for Aston Villa, which I mean their chances still are so so as far as standing up, but it would have been devastating had they lost yesterday. They end up getting bailed out and they and they and they walk away with a draw when they shouldn't have. Yeah. And as a Tottenham fan, this is huge. This is <laughs> this is massive. This is there's still only a point or no, I think it's um they're three points behind Sheffield right now, but if they win tomorrow against Manchester Manchester United, Tottenham, they'll be above Sheffield on goal difference, which would put them into uh I believe it'd be it'd be sixth place, one point behind Manchester United, who are their opponents tomorrow. So that was huge at both ends of the table right there. Yeah. That one game. Uh, Man City and Arsenal, though. All right, so I woke up uh, and I saw that at halftime, City were already up two uh, 0 And I was yeah. just like, you know what, man? <laughs> I don't think did they end up winning two 0 or was it three 0 It was three 0 Okay. Um, I imagine Arsenal looked bad. Um, so I didn't watch the game. What was I doing? Um, I was on a call on okay. Zoom, whatever. Um, and I was watching Copa Italia at the same time instead. Right. Because, um, I'd rather watch a final than than you just uh. A Premier League game, and I mean, obviously we know Liverpool's winning the league, so yeah. I mean, there's no 
real worth of, of playing because I'm pretty sure Man City will stay up in the European spot. Right. Um, but I was watching the highlights and 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 it was um, Mustafi and and another center back Mari who they signed from a Brazilian club mm-hmm. over January and they're starting and then they subbed on David Luiz and I'm sure you saw. <laughs> I can't believe David Luiz is that. anyways. Go Dude, on. he okay. So he got subbed on. He he. He just he just put on a shit show of a uh-huh. of a of a performance. Got yeah. red carded, and then I'm pretty sure that's when Man City won. Okay. Got their got their last goal. Okay. And then everyone was just bashing on Luis and was like, "Why is he a defender?" And and okay, and I'm sure every everyone yesterday saw that um, you could do voice notes on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. um, and I don't remember if you t- if I if you saw my text. It was an Arsenal fan. Yeah, nice. And, and then he was just like, <laughs> he he did a voice note, and then he was just he was like, not even Arsenal could kill me. You would it, it was like it would take it would take God to be on this team to save us, God. And he was just like he was just like David Luiz, what is he doing? He just kicks the ball everywhere, and he was just going off, and it was the funniest thing ever because I dude, that's that's all that's all Arsenal like fans have been enduring for the past like four years. Bro, for the past four years, they've been the ultimate banter club. Yeah, and the funniest thing is. Arsenal fan TV. All right, like when I first started yeah. watching, when I started hardcore watching <laughs> soccer, like Premier League, uh, Arsenal were still so-so, right? Yeah. Like they're probably coming down from from a period of time where they were considered one of the top 10, 15 clubs in the in, yeah, yeah. in the world. And Arsenal fan TV used to be annoying, yeah, because Tottenham and it's hard for Tottenham to get a result against Arsenal, right? Like I mean, we've we I think even during their down years, it's still tough for us to to get up and win that game because that's a game that no matter how bad Arsenal are. They, they get up for that because it's a North London derby, right? Yeah. Dude, aside from those, aside from <laughs> Arsenal fan TVs after Tottenham, after after North London derbies against Tottenham, it's hilarious, dude. Like, they'll they'll, sh- they'll shit the bed against, like, you know, like the uh, 18th place team. Yeah. And then you see these clips surface on Twitter or Instagram or whatever where Arsenal fans are just going off with the uh, with Arsenal fan TV host. Yeah. And it is so funny, man. Like, the, the man on the street segments that they do where they just interview people before and after games, it's so funny, dude. Dude, they're the best. Oh, my God, dude. And then, like, you know, like, those accounts, like, No Context Footy and, like, yeah. uh, you know, like, uh, Old Takes Exposed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, they will just old clips of Arsenal fans just just being overly optimistic about their team will surface and it's it's the best thing ever seeing them just come back down to earth it's <laughs> dude. and it's crazy because oh. that they 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 weren't even a good side 2015-16 but they finished second yeah I, and, and and they yeah. some and they and they blew the they blew the lead oh, no, 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 to, no, no. to uh, uh, 20 that was 20 no 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 oh, no Spurs were second place Ta- Tottenham Tottenham That's were, what were second but yeah. um and we did not bottle the league that's a false narrative um no what was it <laughs> Yeah, because the league was Leicester's for some, and that was that was the craziest Cinderella story. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and, that I mean, might that might never happen again. Yeah, no. Um, and it's crazy to see that they're still up. They mm-hmm. they 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 still play amazing football yeah. after selling Conte, Conte, and Mares. Yeah. Um, dude, it's insane how they play. Because I mean, even remember Brendan Rodgers after he came back uh, from he, he was managing Celtic, I think, before, yeah, yeah, yeah. before mm-hmm. or, or Rangers or something like that. One of one of the Scottish clubs. He he came over. Yeah, it was one of the two. There's only two. Um, there's only two clubs. There's only two clubs in Scotland. Yeah, because because they parted ways with uh, Ranieri. Right. Um, the well, year after they won the title. Yeah, yeah. Not even not even halfway through the season. And, and dude, they okay. The, the following year they were in Champions League and they went pretty far in in quarterfinals against yeah, yeah. Monaco, I think. Mm-hmm. And and Monaco had a freaking crazy upset story that that freaking year too. Right. Yeah. That was Mbappe yeah. coming to into the scene. Right. They had a crazy squad with like Bernardo Silva, Benjamin Mendy, Fabinho. Yeah, Thomas Lamar, um, Bakayoko. Yeah. Um, but I mean, and then after that season, they still stayed up in in at least the top ten because mm-hmm. I think they fell eighth to 2017, 2018. and then these past two years they've been they've been going back up because they've they've been um, they've been like grooming players like Ndidi, Wilfred Ndidi, 
Um, Vardy's still producing at a high level. They've been yep. signing a bunch of players like, um, let's see who else. Or oh, James Madison James has come Madison. on to he's come onto the line. And then they had Slabhead, they had Maguire, but they yeah, still yeah. United. Yeah, and then now you know what the hell is Maguire doing? Um, but they do have a good center back that I want. Not Barca to sign, but he should be an option in the future because he's pretty good. He's from Turkey. Um, mm-hmm. Chaglar Soyuncu, yeah. if you know who that is. Um, he's been holding the defense down with him and um, for, uh, what's it? John Johnny Evans. Yeah. Who would have thought? I, that, I, that freaking back line is insane. It's hilarious. It's crazy. With Chilwell and Pereira on, on, on the fullbacks. But, yeah. I mean, they're staying up, man. And, um, yeah, I don't really know where I'm going with this. Kind of forgot well, where No, we were talking about Arsenal. So, Arsenal, oh, yeah, Arsenal yeah. were a perennial top four Champions right. League team. Around that era where the whole Leicester thing happened yeah, and all that stuff, and then now they're just falling off. Yeah, dude, it's like, and they have like world. No, they players. have. They have. <laughs> dude, it's like Aubameyang and Lacazette are not. You know, they're no. They're slouches. not producing. They're not for producing some reason, as though. much as they should be. But yeah. honestly, like, that might be the guys around them. They're, they're yeah. just. They're just not putting the proper guys around them. Yeah, you know, like uh, they freaking signed Nicholas Pepe. Dude, that yeah, yeah. They see, yeah, yeah. They have, they have, they have plus talent. You know, whether it's young guys or guys yeah. who are proven. But I just don't understand the David Luiz signing. I never will. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's for a year because I think I was watching. It was like his contract's up after this year. Yeah, so it yeah, makes I, no sense. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they paid. Yeah, when they could have just got him in on a free transfer. <laughs> yeah, on summer. a free. Um, and then they're willing to pay him for the final year of that contract. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's just I don't know. Every single time I every single time I watch Arsenal, dude, I'm just like, oh my god. Every, it used to be Mustafi <laughs> who they clowned on, but I know it's moved on to David Luiz. And who would have thought? Because Mustafi, dude, is. Is 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 a defender that you cannot coach, and I remember. Oh, I saw I saw a graphic yesterday. Um, I forgot who who said it, but it was just like Mustafi, um, David Luiz, and then someone else. I don't think it was a defender, but someone else. Just like those players are uncoachable. <laughs> and I was just like, I just started laughing. I was like, because of course they'd be at a club like Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it, it's so funny, man. It, and that's just so funny. Like when people say, <laughs> and, and it's just like whenever I talk, whenever I talk world football with somebody, they always. And when we get onto the topic of the Premier League, nowadays all you hear is. A club like Arsenal, yeah, it, you know, like that 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 phrase that 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 turn of phrase that people keep on saying when it comes to that club, it's just, it's just crazy because five years ago, you know, it's, being a Tottenham fan was was tough simply because you always had to hear about Arsenal, right? Yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. It, they're they're our they're our biggest rival. They're they're so much better than us. They have, they have more history than us. They've been more successful. Um, and over the last five years, it's just completely flipped on its head. <laughs> you know, I mean. As far as head-to-head results, it's pretty even. But as far as Champions League finishes and all that stuff, and 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 finishing higher in the table, you know, there is this thing for, for a long time. It's, it, it, it's I guess till it's, it's still technically a thing, and and, and I, I guess looking at the table <clears throat> mathematically, they still could finish above Tottenham. Yeah. But whenever Arsenal claim enough points during the end of the season, or, or at a point during near the end of the season, they call it you know once they once they get enough points to to ensure the fact that they will finish above Tottenham, it's called St. Totteringham's Day, all right? And I remember in 2014, 20, I'm sorry, 2015, 2016, uh, was the year we actually finished third. I think it was it was somebody else who finished second. Um, oh, I think it was like City or something like that. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 actually, no, you're right. So not, no, you're right. Arsenal finished second in 2015, yeah, yeah. 2016. You guys because, were thinking, it, was, it was that because top four, we, right? Yeah, because we, <laughs> we blew a two-goal lead at Chelsea yeah. when, when, when... That was Chelsea's... They they were awful. That oh year. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the year after they won the league, and they were just they were <laughs> they were just they were god shit. awful for some and, reason. And I remember there was like you know like Musa Dembele poked Diego Costa in the eye. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and like it's crazy. Like Mark Clattenburg let that let that whole thing happen. That yeah. that that motherfucker. But dude, 
we fell off after that. We just couldn't recover from that. Like mentally, you know, like had would Leicester still have won the league? Yeah, because yeah. there was a seven point gap between us, I believe, at the time. But had we won that game that night at Stamford Bridge against Chelsea, the title race would have still been alive. And after we blew the two goal lead and lost out on the title, there were still three or four games left. We just decided, ah, no, <laughs> we're good. No, we're good. And, and I remember the final day of that season, uh, I think we lost 5-0 to Newcastle. Uh, and that was, that it was just so bad. You just tell the players we're just not in it anymore. And uh, with that loss, Arsenal won, I think, their final two matches and ended up getting back above us, which, and, and, and honestly, dude, that hurt. And it's, and it's crazy how it wasn't that long ago that Arsenal finished second, right? Yeah. But for the last four years... You know, St. Tottering's Day, my ass. Like, that, has, that hasn't happened in four <laughs> years because Tottenham have consistently finished above Arsenal. It's just crazy. In those four years, you've seen you've seen Tottenham, who I think during uh, their previous manager, Mauricio Pochettino's tenure, their net spend was like £20 million pounds yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Arsenal, on the other hand, spent five, six times that yeah. amount and weren't able to finish above Tottenham for the last four years, which is, which is pretty crazy. And when clubs spend big like that, you expect big results. They just haven't been able to do it. And honestly, a team that's also kind of been on that kind of same level with, with, with Arsenal as far as a team that has great tradition, but has kind of fallen off is Manchester United. Yeah. You know, like United, you know, I, I, you know one, of my, one of my best buddies is, is a United fan, and he's, you know, every year he's just like, why, why are we signing these kinds of players? Like, why, are, yeah. why are we dropping 60 mil on, on Maguire? Why are we, you know, like, it just... It, a lot of these guys just don't seem to make sense, but um, uh, they did sign Bruno Fernandez during the during the winter transfer window. Who and, just made that team tick out and of nowhere? And he all of a sudden has Dude. just completely turned that team around by himself. It's insane. So uh, yeah, it's it's you know it, it'll it'll be it'll be it'll be nice to have this all back. Um, and yeah, and it's gonna be nice to see the race down the stretch. But like you said, at the top of the table, there's not much to watch. At the at the bottom of the table, if it doesn't continue, if it doesn't consume your team, there's not much to watch there either. Yeah. Um. But the middle of the table is where shit goes down. It is cramped right now, and you know, depending on what happens with City and their champ and their potential UEFA Champions League ban, um, we'll see. Appeals processes can usually those can maybe push things back. So it's not guaranteed yeah. that even though Manchester City finish in the top four, they'll get their spot given away to the fifth place team. Uh, regardless. I mean, Chelsea's got forty eight points, and then I think the next five teams after that it's are like forty four. Yeah, all of like, them just have like yeah, 44, it's like 48, 45, yeah, and forty four points. Yeah. So the next three or four teams after that, um, Tottenham, United, Wolves, Sheffield, uh, those teams are all jockeying for a position to get back up to fourth and maybe even fifth. And if fifth ends up being a Champions League spot, then somebody's going to get bailed out. But it's close. It's yeah. tight. So that's going to be a lot of fun to watch in the Premier League. I'm glad it's back tomorrow. Tottenham play Manchester United. So the first fixture back for my team. It's a massive, massive fixture, um, and it's it, it's going to be... I'm just glad it's going to be back, you know. With, you, guys, with, you guys have a full squad, right? Yep, everybody's healthy again. Yep. So the one team... I'm telling you, the one team that benefits <laughs> the most from from, uh, from from the pandemic pushing everything back is, is without a doubt, Tottenham, because uh, just before everything shut down, we were playing Lucas Moore as a lone striker, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I would rather not have that happen again. I mean, I mean, he did the business in Amsterdam. I'll yeah, tell he you did. That. But he did. I mean, and, and I love that man forever for that. But but my God, man, I I felt so bad for him because that's not his natural. Yeah, he, you can just throw like a no. five foot eight. No, he's striker in the he's, Premier League. And, at least. and he's and he's generously <clears throat> he's generously listed at five eight too. Yeah. By the way. So <laughs> you know, so yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll it'll be cool. You know, uh, they they signed Steven Bergvine, um, young cat from from uh, from PSV mm. over the winter uh, transfer window, 
he looked pretty solid, but he never got a chance to play. He only got a chance to play a handful of games with uh, Hung Bin Son. Never got a chance to play with Harry Kane. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it'll be nice to have those guys back fully fit. Uh, the defense looked awful, but if we know anything about Jose Mourinho, is uh, if he's got time, he'll be able to fix that. And hopefully the older guys who play in the back, Toby Oliverold, uh, Jan Bertongen, with the time off, maybe they'll have fresher legs and they'll be able to contribute. Um, and uh, hopefully it's it's a successful last eight games for Jan Vertonghen because he's more than likely done with Tottenham after this. He's probably going to either go back to Netherlands to go play for another team uh, somewhere else. And I, I hopefully we send him out uh, on a positive note. But, um, but yeah, we'll see. It's going to be it's going to be. <laughs> It's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I, I think I think we're all just we're, we're all just glad to have yeah, yeah. sports and, and and soccer just back on our TV, uh, especially considering that a few months ago we didn't know the season was gonna come back. Yeah, you know, and, and it's crazy how they're gonna be doing this into July when many of these contracts are gonna end. Yep. Luckily, they've figured out extensions and all that stuff, mm-hmm. so that all that will will be all figured out and and everything's gonna be cool for them to play. Um. All right, so. The big thing that's happened over the last couple of days, uh, for those of you who aren't aware, if uh, you're not really on social media like that, or if you haven't caught wind of this, um, is, how do I put this? Uh, Zach, creeps are being exposed. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know what would compel grown-ass men to do these types of things. But some of the stuff that we've seen over the last few days uh, from 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 these from these the guys who've been accused of of, of being of being creeps, um, yeah, it, it's it's just like it, it's just it's unsettling. Like you don't it's it's hard it's hard to see these things and read these things even if they're not necessarily explicit. It, it just gives you such an uneasy feeling. Just just like knowing like this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, and he's trying to do. Uh, trying to do God knows what with these young girls. So, um, I guess the first person we'll talk about is, uh, real quick, is Danny Masterson. So Danny Masterson, for for those of you who have watched that 70s show, he was Hyde on that 70s show. He's had a number of other roles ever since. Um, I think he was uh, he was on a TBS show called Men at Work. Admittedly, pretty shitty show. Um, it's not like I, I intended to watch it, but it was just on sometimes, and I'd put it on. The show sucked. Um, and then there was there was a there was a show called The Ranch, I believe. It was on Netflix. Ashton Kutcher was 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 the lead on that, and I guess Danny Masterson also had a role on that. He subsequently was fired. This happened a few years ago, um, but apparently some of his some of his I don't know. I guess uh, that's what I'm looking for here. Some of his some of his some of his uh, prior uh, transgressions yeah, have, yeah. have been have been exposed once again. It's being brought up again and. Uh, he had already been kind of blackballed from Hollywood for that whole thing, and I guess they're just piling it on. Um, so that's one that's that's one guy that's had to deal with that this past week. But the other person that has dealt with this on a, on on a, on a bigger level, and I think um, it's because he's more visible and he's got a pretty popular, you know, he, he's popular. He's got a pretty big fan base. Yeah, um, we've seen him in a lot of stuff. Uh, he's 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 well known stand up comedian as well. He's got a few Netflix specials. Uh, Chris D'Elia. And, uh, I, and I mean, I'm going to do it right now, but I remember yesterday I, when I, when I name searched him, uh, on Twitter, uh, just all this stuff. Dude, it, it, it just flowed out out of nowhere. And, and it's just, it, it, it is, I mean, my God, um, he's, 
there were girls that stepped forward with screenshots from emails that he sent them in yeah like 2012 yeah 2012 2013 2013 um i have multiple questions the first one is why are they communicating through email <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> like, yeah and it was like he was sending them like as text messages but in email so and he kept he did like the the smiley face colon parentheses mm-hmm. and i was just like dude what are you doing yeah this sucks because god damn it man he i, I can't have anything in this world all right it, it was first doja cat mm-hmm. all right <laughs> Um, you know, obviously she got canceled for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, now it's Crystalia. Um, my mom showed me the freaking Danny Ma- Masterson thing mm-hmm. yesterday while I was watching that 70s show on Netflix. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm gonna still watch it though. Oh yeah. I mean like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, you shouldn't, I mean, especially for something that, it, that was on TV a long time ago. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're I watching, you're watching. Yeah. And, and honestly, it's a great show. It's a show that, you know, yeah. many of us grew up with and many of us love. So, um, but God damn it, man. I was watching so many Crystalia's, uh, Netflix specials. Um, a lot of my friends know how much I loved him, um, but now, dude, he just—it's—it it, it just had to happen at such convenient times where I mean, he, he there was nothing going on with him, mm-hmm. and then boom, out of nowhere, and I mean, since then he—I kept checking his Twitter. He hasn't tweeted for two days. Yeah. Until since since he since he got um, um, since he got exposed, and I think his tweet two days ago, kind of sums sums up how how his how his uh, time has been. And he kind of set himself up. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, well, real quick, I'll. Uh, so I'm. I'm just. I'm just searching the stream of. Of you know, I name searched him, and and all of this. Uh, all the stuff's popping up, and um, uh, I, I'll, I'll. I'll read one right now. Um, this is this is from a girl named Paige. Um, she tweeted out a day ago. Woke up to a thousand texts from friends about Crystalia. I wasn't underage like the majority of these girls. And the girls that she's referring to are the girls that are exposing him via screenshots, emails, uh, their emails or mm-hmm. DMs or whatever. I wasn't underage like the majority of these girls, but our conversations were exactly the same. And in parentheses, she, in parentheses, she puts, and to be clear, he never asked my age. So sad to say, I'm not the tiniest bit shocked. I'm glad the truth is coming out. Um, she follows that up with a couple tweets uh, in a thread. My experience with Crystalia was only three years ago, 2017. So also incredibly sad and scary to hear girls talking about very similar things that happened but seven to ten years back. Also, for the quote-unquote fans saying women are lying, you're in for a wake-up call because there are going to be so many more people coming forward. I don't have our text thread anymore, but I have screenshots. Screenshots he knew I was taking because I sent one to him by mistake. Um, And she posted a screenshot of a conversation they had a few years ago. Um, So yeah, I mean, you know, and that's, that's that's not the... that's not the most extreme uh, Twitter thread that I've seen as far as accusations involving yeah. Crystalia, but um, <laughs> for any of you who have Twitter or, or you know if you just want to Google it, like I mean, just Google his name or name search him on Twitter. A whole bunch of stuff is gonna pop up. Yeah. So so his last tweet that happened three days ago that he put on Twitter before he he basically ghosted the the site because you know obviously he's not he's not gonna be on it respond mm-hmm. to everyone right now in this heat that he's he's taking right but but someone goes crystalia or at crystalia my son thinks you're hilarious since a video of, of this kid laughing at his, his netflix special and he quotes it, he goes i can't tell you how much i love this kid ha 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 so cute and everyone in the mentions dude are just flaming him he's like y'all think i love this kid too much <laughs> and then and then everyone's just like it was like you love this kid oh boy this aged horribly and everyone just blown up in his mentions and i, I, I think he knew he had it coming he's mm-hmm. kind of setting himself up Right, but I mean, and and I saw the clips of his of his podcast, some of the episodes that um, I didn't watch. But I mean, 
I've, I've, I've heard stuff that he said kind of along the same lines. It was just like, where he was saying, um, he was just like, dude, girls nowadays go from like age five to 25. He was just like, you can't even, you can't even like, he was like basically like joking around the idea that like girls, he, 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 he basically saw girls in a like affectionate way, no matter their age. Cause he, he kind of saw them at the, at the same age between where, <laughs> okay. in a very weird way. That's odd. And it, it was just weird. And I was just like, ah, my dude. And and I don't I mean I, I want to see a statement and see how he kind of approaches the situation, but right. God, yeah I mean hey it's it's tough to recover from from getting canceled nowadays. So I mean I I, I think he might be fin- and then it's just the sheer number the sheer volume of people stepping up and coming forward with stories things like that yeah doesn't bode well for him. Yeah. Um, I think I also saw a clip where he said that um I saw a clip that somebody posted when I name searched him um, on Twitter where he was talking about how. 14 year girl 14 year old girls nowadays look like look like they're 30 yeah that too I saw that one. yeah you yeah. see that one so i mean like he's i don't know man it's weird and then also i mean and i mean you and i've had many conversations with him because obviously you're a fan and i mean i i, I whatever i've seen him in a few things and i mean i i i i personally you know like when he was you know the first thing i saw him in outside of his stand-up comedy stuff and outside of his podcast stuff and and, and that's and whatnot is um uh was uh was was the show workaholics and in that show, in the one episode that he was in, he played a pedophile. Yeah. Also, there's the hit show You on yeah. Netflix. He was in the second season of that. I don't watch yeah. that show, but from what I was told from you and from other people was he played a pedophile yeah. in that show as well. So my initial thought was, you know, and I mean like being being, you know, trying to become a working actor and being in the industry, like I I, I do know that like there are gonna be stereotypes and certain roles that you're gonna be pigeonholed in, right? So my first thought with that was, I guess he's just been typecast as a pedophile. Like yeah. He's just going to consistently just keep on playing a pedophile whenever he books a TV or, or a movie role, which is, like, I guess that sucks. <laughs> I would not, like, I would not want to do that. Yeah. You know, like, it, it doesn't matter what kind of, like, you know, like, it doesn't matter how much money you give me. It's like, I, I would, I'd rather not play a pedophile. That's so weird. Yeah. It, it makes you, like, such an uncomfortable position. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, and I mean, like, you know, shows, like, edgy shows like that, obviously, are gonna, yeah. are gonna, are gonna try to push boundaries and whatnot, and they're gonna, they're gonna allow people to play those types of roles for the sake of the story or the plot or whatever. But, if I was typecast as a pedophile, oh, man, get, I don't know, man, that's gonna, that's gonna be, that's gonna be a conversation I'm gonna have with my agent, my manager, like, hey, can you please, like, get me out of this, like, typecast <laughs> area? Because I don't want to be, a, I don't want to be a pedophile. He played one twice, and, again, my initial thought was, dude, that sucks, because I wouldn't want to be typecast as a pedophile. Now all of a sudden, like, people are starting to say, "Man, maybe he played the pedophiles because that was rooted in truth." Yeah, and and I mean, people have people also, admittedly, they throw around the pedophile term pretty loosely. Like pedophiles, I think that's that's children up to a certain age. Yeah, that's a very very young children, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what he's guilty of, or allegedly guilty of, um, is is grooming. Uh-huh. You know, he's grooming underage girls. Yeah. Um, you know, they're they're not ultra young. That that does that doesn't by any means yeah. excuse what he's doing. Yeah. But we do we we do throw the term pedophile around loosely. Uh I guess when you're you know, if you want to get into the semantics and like the technicalities, no, it's not pedophilia per se, but he's still a grown ass man in his 30s and almost 40. Yeah, almost 40. So I mean, even 6 7 years ago, he was already in his 30s. Yeah. And he's doing this stuff where he's DMing girls on twitter and instagram and somehow getting phone numbers of these girls and then like he would again yeah email why but he's emailing underage (laughs) girls and and it's and he's exhibiting grooming behavior and 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 god forbid that 
you know, I, I really hope that none of this stuff ever progressed to the point where he was like coercing girls mm-hmm. or like forcing girls into doing things that they didn't want to do. Yeah. But it, it's the same kind of pattern, and, and we know the story with R. Kelly, right? Yeah. Like we and and for those of you who haven't seen the Surviving R. Kelly documentary, I don't know if it's on Netflix or whatever, but if it is, watch it. Um, as unsettling as it is, I I I watched all six parts of the first part. There are two parts of that. There's two there's two seasons, I guess you could say. And the episodes are fat. Yeah, so like an hour and a <laughs> half. And I watched the entire first yeah. portion of, yeah. of, of surviving R. Kelly. And it's just it's crazy how they exhibit these patterns, they exhibit these behaviors that it, it, it's just it, it's just such a shame that like ninety nine percent of people who were involved with him or like who were around him, they always say the same thing. Should have seen it coming. You know, like, he was doing this, this, and that. I should have known it was a certain pattern. You know, the people he was hanging around with, the stuff that he was doing, I should have known. Um, Chris D'Elia probably, I mean, you know, uh, with the way technology is nowadays, you could probably keep him more low-key. Yeah. And, he was, and obviously he was doing it, you mm-hmm. know, digitally. But still, you know, like, I, I don't think people would have had to d- dug that deep um, to, to, to have known that he was up to this to this kind of stuff. And I mean, like... I, I've seen other people put, you know, I've seen more people on Twitter post clips of, of, of other podcasters or other comedians talking about him. And yeah. actually one of them is, um, well, he plays, he plays, uh, he plays Dave's best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Old, on, yeah. On yeah I know what you're talking about. Um, and I think Andrew Santino, is that his name? Yeah. 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 And, and yeah. And I, and you've seen that clip right, that where clip, he's, yeah. you know, like Andrew Santino is, is on his podcast or somebody else's podcast and they're, and they're making jokes about Chris D'Elia liking underage girls. Mm-hmm. This was, years ago this yeah. was like three or so yeah, yeah i think i think the clip was two or three years old and and they're making this joke but it, it's hard it's hard to watch that and not feel like that joke was rooted in truth like they might yeah they, yeah, they, they might have known something they, they, they probably knew something yeah and 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 you know and and this is like i'm not putting i'm not i wouldn't put the blame on 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 anybody else as far as sorry like his friends or like his acquaintances like those two guys talking mm-hmm. about uh him on that podcast but it just sucks how like usually people just don't step forward and say things. Yeah. And then and then by the time by the time they do, it's just too late. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's been a it's been a really crazy week, you know. Yeah. And and I, just a lot of stuff has happened. And if you look at the last few weeks in general, like just on the whole, obviously America is America ing at like Every, historic rates yeah. and like and at like the worst levels ever. Um, but I mean, last week, you know. I, I think I think last week on the podcast, I did mention that you know while I was away from Twitter, there was a lot of exposing going on yeah. as far as people, you know, as far as guys in the Bay Area or in Northern California committing sexual assault. Just the other day, I saw one of those threads resurface again, and this girl had so much dirt on so many dudes uh, in the Bay Area, but also in, in our area as well on guys that were just, like, sexually assaulting girls and were exposing them. And it's crazy how, like, they exposed them. You see tweets that were de- that were deleted in the thread underneath underneath yeah. the tweet where she was exposing guys. And then all of a sudden, it's tweets not loading or this mm-hmm. account doesn't exist anymore. Yep. And then, like, you see girls in the replies, you know, like, after their Instagram handle has been posted, like, oh, they're like, oh, he deleted his Instagram too. It's all this stuff has been going on, like, and honestly, man, I'm all for it. Like, if you can, if you can, if you, if everybody wants to go on a witch hunt 
to expose all these uh, predators, whether it's, you know, se- you know, if it's sexual assault, if they're doing things with minors and things like that, you know, like, I'm all for it. But it does create for a lot of toxicity. And it's just been, like, a lot to take in over these last couple of weeks, man. Yeah. Because we've been dealing on it on, 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 like, a local level and then on on a level with, like, celebrities, too. And and it's a shame, you know, like, like you said. You can't have anything nice. Yeah. Because now two of, you know, like, Doja was, and honestly, I, I liked her as an artist as yeah. well. And, and, and Chris Lee, I, I, I was, I certainly enjoyed the work that I had seen from him. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't a hardcore fan. Uh, you were, you were pretty, fa- you were pretty big fans of both. Um, so basically what that means is you're the kiss of death. Yeah. Um, so if you guys want to meet me, um, for my, for my stoning, so <laughs> this can stop happening. Um, I'll be at Carmichael Park tomorrow. Um, uh, meet me at the, the backstop of the, of the main baseball field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right next to the dog park, that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, in between the playground? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, the, in, the, in the stone, in the theater? Maybe? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Um, Meet there. Yeah. But you know what's crazy? Literally last night, a kid I used to play soccer with, I'm going to keep his name out of this. Yeah. Um, he literally got exposed for sexual harassment. From, not, from, from, from mm-hmm. the girl that he, he was with in college. Uh-huh. And, and from, and then she got information from, his his ex girlfriend back mm-hmm. in high school and he, it was like the same basically the same stories yeah and um, it sucks dude and then I also sent that screenshot of the guy one of my other buddies who played soccer with another dude um, he got exposed for like alleged like sexual harassment as mm-hmm. well and he he just absolutely wiped all of his socials I haven't seen anything from it um, but dude that's crazy from it's like it goes from people that we know in, like in the media to like people you probably know in your life that yeah just do the same thing. Yeah, so. and and I know that there's gonna be there are probably gonna be a lot of people out there who say um, we shouldn't be doing this. You yeah, know, we, should, we shouldn't be canceling these people. We shouldn't be for for a mistake they made or whatever. And and, and that this is not in regards to like Chris Lee and mm-hmm. Amy Masterson and, and, and full grown men who were doing this kind of stuff and knew what they were doing. When it comes to these kind of younger guys, you know, guys around your age and guys around my age. Um, well, actually, you know what? If you're around my age, because I'm headed to the, I'm headed, I'm, 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 I'm nearer than 30. I'm like, I'm right around the corner from 30. If you're my age, you shouldn't be doing this type of shit. But, people, but guys your age, right? A lot of people will stand up for them and be like, hey, you know, he, yeah. he's, he's a young guy. You know, he shouldn't have to pay, uh, you know, such a big price for making one mistake. It's like, honestly, man, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. Yeah. If you make these mistakes and you keep on getting second chances and people are willing to keep on throwing you a bone, then it's just going to repeat itself, and it's just yeah. going to be this vicious cycle. Um, I'm not equating any of these guys to this particular guy that I'm about to bring up, but Brock Turner. Yeah. Okay? Brock Turner did an unspeakable thing, mm-hmm. was caught for it, and got what basically equated to a slap on the wrist. Yep. Because the judge said, ah, oh, no, he's, 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 a, he's a good young man with a bright future. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we can't let him rot away in jail. Even though he did one of the worst things imaginable to man. And if yeah. you don't know who Brock Turner is or what he did, I would Google Brock Turner. Mm-hmm. Things will pop up and you will see just how ass backwards that whole thing was when when it came to him being sentenced and him and 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 him basically getting away with with nothing. Yeah. You know, like he 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 he's I don't even think he actually spent any time in an actual jail. No. Um so when you see when you see things, you know, and 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 when you look at Brock Turner specifically, what are the chances that he did something like that even before he got caught? Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, the only reason why he, he he ended up in that position was because dude was a creep, mm-hmm. and who knows what he could have done before the actual thing that he he was caught for. Yeah. Um. So, 
you don't ever want things to progress to that point. And and the more and more you enable people to do these types of things and to and to commit these types of acts, you know, like that, it's just it's just gonna, again, it's just gonna keep repeating itself, and you're just gonna keep on doing it. And, and I honestly, man, like, it's not shocking that, and I and I don't mean this in like in like a bad way, but it's it's just not shocking that you or even like somebody you went to high school with or, or like, you know, somebody that is a family member of yours knows somebody who has committed sexual assault. Yeah. Because I can tell you right now, in and, and, and when I was in high school and around the time that I was either just finishing high school or had just finished high school, it was a different era back then. You know, mm-hmm. we're talking like, we're talking like, you know, from like 2008 to like 2012, it was so much different. We were, we were really just fully committing to getting into the digital age. We didn't yeah. have all these social media sites. Yeah. If we did though, if Twitter was back then what it is now, and if Instagram had existed back then, honestly, man, I I wish I w- I kind of wish that it was around, like in a way. Like I I don't think it would have been good for our brains because we've yeah. seen what social media can do to to kids who are vulnerable to that kind of thing. Um, but as far as like being able to expose people and being able to call somebody out and like let everybody know about what's going on, and 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 if somebody's doing something wrong, then the information gets out there like almost instantly because yeah. you can screenshot now, you can post on stories and it can spread like wildfire. I wish, I wish it existed because I admittedly, I have, at least for me, fortunately have never been around in a situation in the same room where heinous acts like this have been committed. But the stories that I've heard, you know, the, um, the, the, uh, the emotional damage that, that, that I've, that I've seen, um, girls in that I went that I went to school with in high school uh seeing them take on uh, you know early on in college uh, at the college that I went to um there were a ton of you know sexual assault ca- for some reason my first couple of years at, at at the school that I went to uh for college tons and tons of sexual assault cases that were just being committed like it almost seemed like a weekly basis I was getting an email about mm-hmm. a new sexual assault that happened and to have to have known some of these people that that happened to, to have heard these stories, you know, and, and to have and to have heard rumors and whispers about who did it and, and, and which guy it was and, and who was there. I I sometimes wish that the platforms that we have now that are able to expose these people existed back then so that people would just stop doing it. Yeah. You know? And and there and there are guys that I know that that had done many of these unspeakable acts over and over and over and nobody did anything about it or they, or at least they allegedly did things mm. and nobody did anything about it and many of them right now aren't exactly in the best spot in life and and i think it's just because nobody called them out on their shit back then and nobody yeah. stopped them from doing it yeah so as much as it sucks for your for your for the people that you know that this has happened to it might be the best thing that ever happened to them yeah because it's going to stop them from from keep on doing dumb shit like that. It, it sucks because to think it's like they kind of knew what they were doing, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they knew what they were getting themselves into. But yeah. I mean, they they probably just thought, I'd be like, well, I mean, if this gets out, I'm probably going to be fine with what's happening because I don't think they're they're going to try to cover it up as much as they can. Yeah, and that's what that's what the people do, sadly, because um, that's it's kind of how they kind of suppress the other the victim from from keeping it from coming out. And sometimes when they do you get exposed, it's too late. Mm-hmm. So yeah, which sucks. Yeah, and, and I mean, and, and and yeah, and this is sexual assault specifically, but I mean, we we, we didn't even yeah. And this would be a whole another hour long conversation, but we did we didn't touch on like physical assault either. Oh, yeah. you know, like you know that so much of that stuff happens, and, yeah, and, and that that wears on so many people. Um, so I, yeah, man. Uh, hopefully, 
for for the people who are getting busted out for this, uh, whether they're just regular people that we know or whether they're celebrities like Crystal, yeah, like Dane Masterson, whoever. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it it bare minimum. You know, who knows if the, these celebrities can get their careers back, but. Yeah. Hopefully, it helps them turn a corner, and it helps them realize, like, no, yeah, what I did was wrong, and I shouldn't have been doing it. Um, it might be too late for their careers, but mm-hmm. not too late for them to become better people. Yeah. And as far as as far as the people who have, have been recently getting exposed, um, as, you know, regular people around here, hopefully they, they figure it out as well, and hopefully them getting their, their shit called out means that they're going to stop doing this and stop yeah. being creeps, yeah. because... You know, like, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, people, for some reason, I, I don't understand why it's so controversial. It kind of seems like there's always an uproar when when, when women complain about certain things, mm-hmm. you know? There should be no controversy surrounding women calling out yeah. rapists and and people who commit sexual assault yeah. and, and, and pedophiles and, and guys who are, who, are, who are trying to groom underage girls. Like, there should be... I don't understand why that's so controversial, you know? Like, I I, I really don't. Like, it's a real thing they have to deal with every day and that as men we would never be able to understand. So I don't understand why... I seriously have absolutely no idea why that's controversial. And, I mean, I know some people are going to listen to this and they're probably going to call us simps or whatever, you know, for thinking this. I don't give a shit. Like, it's honestly, like... We'll never know what it's like to like walk out to our to our car, yeah. You know, after after work and it's dark and, and thinking, nobody, yeah, and, yeah, and thinking the we're worst could possibly happen, yeah. yeah, because we're we're dudes, we're guys, yeah. we're, we're probably not going to deal with that, exactly. You know, women on the other hand, it's a completely different story. Yeah, but yeah, you know, this is the kind of stuff that they deal with every day. I'm glad that it's being addressed. I'm glad that it's being called out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I just hope that this for the people who are being accused stops them from doing more dumb stuff, and for people who have been doing this and didn't realize it or are doing it and mm-hmm. are realizing what they're doing. Hopefully that stops them from committing more acts because people are getting called out for it. Yep. You know, I, I, I really, really hope that, that all of this just kind of, just kind of dies. Because, I mean, like I'm glad, again, I'm glad people are getting called out, but it's just like every single time I log online, it's almost like, Oh my yeah. God, another person, yeah. another person, you know? So, and, and it, it's, it, 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 it's, it's tough to watch because it's just, you, you just don't, like seeing it happen in real time in front of you but it is necessary i do yeah. realize that it's a necessary thing that needs to happen so yeah hopefully hopefully uh everything everything gets gets squared away and, and that whole thing dies down but at the same time if more people need to be called out the more people need to be called out so um yeah wow okay that dragged on a long time um interesting segue we took from sports into uh into uh cancel culture and, yep. and sexual assault but uh it was just something that happened and we felt that you know need to be addressed and needed to be something that we talked about um so we're gonna end it here uh but but well, actually i mean real quick anything anything else anything you want to say um shout yeah. outs shout out shout out yeah hey shout out shout out the fan uh the homies um the fam shout out shout out young thug okay i basically said this in my last instagram post um and if you're listening if you could let me know anyone i can follow now that would not possibly get canceled <laughs> um i was thinking you know, maybe I should just change the direction of the influencers and influencers I, I follow, maybe and everything. Um, but if right now, all I'm thinking about is is the only person I can trust and rely on is Danny Duncan. Yeah. So, I mean, D- David Dobrik, David Dobrik, Cody yeah. Co, yeah. those three guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're obviously, you know, they do more good than than harm. Yeah. So, yeah. If you if you can let me know. Yeah, I, honestly, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now what you should do is you should complete reverse course and just start following guys that we don't like. Uh, Jake Paul. Yeah. Logan Paul. Uh, Logan Paul. Just the Pauls. 
yeah, just those guys and just and just people that we don't like. Uh, yeah, you should uh, you should follow uh, Bella uh, Bell Delphine. Oh, her. Yeah. Dude, so okay. Okay. Real again. quick. Real quick. She apparently started OnlyFans. Oh God. A couple like last week or something, and and she already got like thirty five k like followers or something. That that's insane. I don't. I don't understand. Dude, that's nuts. Why is I, she back? Dude, I don't. That's insane. I, and she's been making bank, dude. Bank. So, I mean, if this means that we have to make OnlyFans, would you guys subscribe? Let me know how much I... <laughs> yeah, we'll post, a, we'll, we'll post a poll. We'll post a poll. And uh, if you would subscribe to our Only, uh, to um, OnlyFans, uh, yeah. let us know. If I ever made an OnlyFans, it'd probably just be like sports news and like rumors. <laughs> so, you know, if you want scoops, yeah. let me know. But we're going to... I think we're just going to... We're going to clip this and we're going to post this and we're going to put a poll on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And then we're going to figure um, out whether or not we should start an OnlyFans. Hand or feet pics for me. <laughs> let me know, please. Um, my my buddy Alex put put that. He, 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 he's so stupid, dude. He he posts on his Snap private story. He just goes, selling feet pics, hit me up. And I know it's a joke, but dude, I can't believe there's people like that out there. Yeah. And no, there's fetishes. It, yeah, it's just... It's uh, but I mean, for, for the jokes, I'm going to do it. If it comes into, you know, some sort, some sort of income, it's no longer a joke. Yeah, no, seriously, if you guys want sports scoops... Um, yeah, I got the juiciest rumors in, in the football room. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want, if you want local, if you want, if you want, like, local, like, Sacramento area, like, basketball scoops or whatever, man, I got you, I'm your guy. So, I could, you know. I could tell you who the 2020 World Cup winners, or 2022 World Cup winners are going to be, it's not going to be your favorite team, it's going to be, it's going to be a team you're never going to hear of. Um, it'll be the host, it'll be the host country, Qatar. Yeah. So... So yeah, let us know. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll end it there. Uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll, we'll be back next week with an episode. Uh, hopefully not as much of a downer as this week. But uh, if, you, if you've if you stayed with us and, and listened with us for, for this long, we appreciate it. Um, again, stay safe out there, everybody. I know life's getting pretty close to back to normal, but, uh, but not quite yet. So again, uh, be safe. And I uh, hope everybody out there is doing well. Yep. And again, we'll be back next week. Thanks for joining us. This is Drew. This is Zach. Wash your hands. Yes. Please. And wear a mask.